0: Good Friday, everyone. This week, we want to conclude our study on the women of Advent, the ladies whose names were listed in the genealogy of Christ. And of course, yesterday and today, we're looking at Mary. She was the culmination of all those that were in the lineage of Christ. It was passed on from generation to the next generation through Tamar and Rahab and Ruth and Bathsheba and right down to Mary. She bore the Christ, the Son of the living God. He was the light of the world. He had come to bring light. And yesterday we said that Mary needed light. She needed light in the sense that her whole pregnancy was under a shadow. The shadow that she had been immoral. That the child that was conceived within her was the result of fornication. But that wasn't the case. The Holy Spirit had overshadowed her. And even though she was a virgin... She was with child, and she needed the light of truth to shine upon that and to reveal to people what had really happened and to vindicate her purity. And obviously that has happened. Mary is revered around the world as the virgin who has brought forth the Son of God. Mary needed light, but we all need light to some degree. What's the nature of light? Well, it reveals. It reveals what things are really like. If you want to examine something, you need to shine a light on it so we can see what it is and how it works. And so Christ came as the light of the world. He came to show us who we really are and what life is all about. In John chapter 1, we find these words written about the birth of Jesus. Now John speaks of his birth from his eternal aspect while Luke looks at it from the human aspect. So here's what John 1 and 1 says. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, that true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, And the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This scripture tells us that the word was in the beginning with God and that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You see, when God first created the world, it was the spoken word. When we use words, it's our expression. And when God expresses himself, it's called a word. He created the worlds in the beginning by the word of God. He spoke and the whole world came into existence. And then he would speak to men. He spoke to Adam. He spoke to Noah. He spoke to different ones. And the spoken word was his expression. And then later he wrote the Ten Commandments with the very finger of God. And the word was written. And of course the Bible is the final expression of the written word today. But this scripture says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. In other words, just as God expressed himself in creation through the spoken word, and the Bible is the expression of God to us in a written form, Jesus is the expression of God in a living body. If you really want to know what God is like, look at the life of Jesus, because he manifested his life. And that's exactly what Hebrews tells us. That Jesus was the expressed image of the Father. He was light. He came to enlighten us. He came to show us the way things really are, who we are, and what God expected of us, and how we can be pleasing to Him. One of the major aspects of God is that He's light. In other words, He alone is able to enlighten us. It really doesn't matter what I think about something, or what you think about something. Or some expert thinks about something? Because our understanding is limited. We need someone to show us the way that's all-powerful and all-knowing. And that's exactly what God is. He is omniscient. He knows everything. And so when Jesus came to show us what God was like, He is the light. We should all walk in His light. If we walk after our own ideas or someone else's idea, Jesus said, we're like the blind following the blind. We're both going to fall into a ditch. There is only one that is qualified to show us the way. And that is Jesus. He is the light of the world. The scripture says that we are to walk in the light. God is God and we are creation. And when we understand that, it humbles us. And we realize, I shouldn't try to run my own life. I shouldn't try to make my own decisions. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough light. I need someone to show me the way. And light shows the way. In other words, light should lead our life. Whoever has the light should rule. So who should be the Lord and boss of our life? It's Christ. He is the light of the world. He knows everything. He knows his creation. He knows us. He knows what's best for us. And so, it's to our benefit to walk in the light as he is in the light. To walk in his footsteps. To follow his life. To let him be the king. Now, at the time of Jesus' birth, there was a king in Judea. And that was King Herod. And he felt threatened by the birth of Jesus. The wise men came and said, We have seen a star rise in the east that signifies a king is being born here in Judah. And so he comes to the king to say, Where is the king being born? And they look in the prophets and find that he is to be born in Bethlehem of Judea. And so Herod says this to the wise men, Go and seek diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I may go and worship him also. Now, I can quote that to you because that's the very first lines I learned in a Christmas play when I was just a child in Sunday school. I was King Herod, and that was my lines. Go and seek diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I may go and worship him also. That's what Herod said, but that's not what he meant. He had no intention of worshiping him. He just wanted the wise men to come back and tell him what where the child was. But the wise men were warned not to return to Herod, and so they returned home another way. And Herod felt so threatened that he was going to be removed from the throne that he gave orders that all the male children in Bethlehem, two years of age and under, would be killed. This was a horrendous slaughter. Can you imagine all the mothers wailing and weeping for their children? And this was a prophetic word in scripture as well. That at this time, mothers were going to cry and weep for their children. And King Herod killing all these babies was a fulfillment of that prophecy. Why did he do it? Because he felt his reign was threatened by this child that was born. You know, this speaks to us today. People are still threatened. You know why? Because he's a king. And he wants to rule and reign in our lives. Not over a geographical area, but over the area of our hearts. Why should He rule? Because He has all knowledge. He is the light of the world. He's the only one that's qualified to rule and to reign. Everyone else is inferior. We don't have the qualifications to do it. Ephesians tells us that there's coming a day when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, that Jesus Christ is Lord because he is God. He's the one that created us. He knows all things. What would have happened if King Herod had have followed through on what he said to the wise men? That rather than killing all the children, what if he had have gone to Bethlehem himself? What if he had have knelt down at the cradle and taken the crown off his head and placed it at the feet of Jesus? What would have happened then? Well, we don't know, and we're in an area of conjecture here. But I have to believe this, that as Jesus grew and came of age, I believe he would have given the crown back to King Herod and would have said, My kingdom is not a natural kingdom. In fact, when Jesus taught, he said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it had been of this world, then my disciples would fight. The kingdom of God is within you. In other words, Jesus rules over the hearts of men. He sits on the throne of our hearts. He's not interested in natural thrones. He's interested in the throne of our heart. And I believe he would have given that crown back to Herod and said, you rule, but rule in my stead. Rule in the light of my character in my life. Rule righteously. Care for the people. Do what's best for them. Follow my principles. If you will govern Judea in that way, I will be pleased. You see, Herod felt threatened. And in his attempt to keep his earthly crown, he lost his eternal crown. I tell you, the whole world needs to bow at the feet of Jesus. The whole world needs to say, You are Lord. I want to voluntarily bend my knee today and bow my head And confess and say, Jesus, you are the king of kings. I accept your rule in my life. The rule of righteousness. The rule of love. The rule of integrity. John says, in him was life. And the life was the light of the world. We have nothing to fear. If we yield to him, it will only enhance our lives. Well, our time is gone. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God, and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.